is like, I told you that I was not going to play dance music and I am not playing dance music. If you wanted a DJ, you should have gotten a DJ. He was so, he was so forward. And I just remember standing back being like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this is happening. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of The Wedding. Nope, not The Wedding Singer. That was the old name. <laughs> to Diaries of a Wedding Singer. <laughs> I'm on, I'm, I'm just, I'm slow motion right now. I truly, let me tell you. Why? I've had such a long day. Oh. First of all, I'm, I'm talking through a broken lip because Bernie oh. headbutted me by accident and my oh, no. snaggle tooth oh, went dog. through my <laughs> fucking lip and I'm like <laughs> struggling oh. to make sentences. Isn't that the worst? Yeah. Like when, when your kid hits your face, the rage, you just want to tear them apart <laughs> in the, but you obviously in the can't. best way. <laughs> in the be- in the most gentle way you'd like to end their lives. Bernie's had we've had rough day. We've had a rough day together. This is my 2-year-old for anyone who doesn't know. Yeah, it's it's oh, it's Bernie's just dead. she's had a tough day. Well, if it makes you feel any better, I started my day with my one of my students, online students that I teach English to telling saying fuck you to me. Oh, that was my- cool. Did you reach mm-hmm. through the computer and rip them apart? God, well, is he, he, <laughs> I don't usually, I don't love swearing on this, but I feel like I need to, to tell the, the story of how rageful I felt when he said that to wow. me. <laughs> he was like, I don't know how old he was. I think he was like 12 or so. One of the older students that I teach English to, and he's from another country. I won't say which, but <laughs> um, so he, he was just getting really frustrated. I was trying to correct his pronun- pronunciation on um I can't remember even I think it was I can't remember what it was but he he kept saying it wrong and, and he kept adding an s to the end of words and I was like are you hearing yourself like <laughs> there's no s you know whatever hey, I was trying my best and turn up yeah. your microphone and, can you hear what you're saying cuz I can and it's making and, my teeth grind right now so. I'm <laughs> I remember, I remember like thinking to myself, wow, this kid is really taking this well, because if it were me, I'd be really frustrated with the amount of times. But he would he would repeat back to me. I would say something. He would repeat back to me. Not what I said at all. And I kind of would like look to the left and right and be like, are you can you hear me? Can can you hear what I'm saying? Like, you can hear me. Right. And he's like, yes, I can hear you. And I'm like, oh, so you're blatantly disregarding what I'm telling you. Yeah. And I tried to, you know, give him stars and give him high fives and be like, you're doing great. You're doing great. But it's, that's not correct. You know, so whatever. So at the end of the lesson and I turn, so we can turn our cameras off, but I'm still there like giving feedback to the parents, like writing feedback. And I so thought, like you're done with your lesson and yeah, you turn off your video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But We're like, you're say, just like, yeah, you say goodbye. I turn off the like the camera port and the, and the audio. So camera on, but I can still see him. And he left his camera on. And I thought like he basically I'll just say F. He was like, even though he said the full word out, he was like. F you, F you, and I like you? was writing the f- be like oh so you can pronounce that yeah. but you're gonna put an F be like where's the S on the end of it you got that like, short God. U sound real good but he just like he he didn't know that I was there and I I like and then he wrote it he wrote it on the screen also oh, dude and oh, I was buddy. like so then I like all, full on mom mode and just like unclicked my video and was like excuse <laughs> me I felt like Susie's witch face I mean, come straight on the screen probably scared him half to I death. mean no makeup on just like barely any eyebrows there and just like a howler from Harry Potter just like yelling at the skin <laughs> like how I think the scariest you. part about that is the no eyebrows <laughs> can you imagine no eyebrows <laughs> Just 
yelling at this kid, like, how dare you say that to me? Absolutely not. That is unacceptable. I will be contacting your parents. You're and a like, legit howler. Yeah. You're absolutely Mrs. Weasley <laughs> totally. right now. So he like, he gets this like utter, which was just glorious to me, just like utter look of shock on his face that Panic, I would, that I was right. still there. He definitely thought right. that I was gone, that I wasn't in the right. classroom anymore. So like I undid my camera and it just the, the terror on his face, like wide eyed, <laughs> open mouth. And then he just like realization that yeah. you heard and saw everything totally. he did. A- and I can I record, I screenshotted it just so I could like, you oh, know, tell good. them. Like, Look at you. Yeah, totally. I'm not, I'm not getting fired for like yelling at a kid. I was like, no way. This uh-huh. is absolutely not, not cool. Um, yeah. Wow. So he just like, you could see his hand moving quickly to like X out of the... <laughs> out of the video <laughs> too late uh, got you. anyway that was my got great you. morning so how so you got your lip busted in uh, speaking of people like screaming profanities at you mm. i was in our our <sighs> nice my mom mobile my van going down to tj maxx to try to get a flipping wedding card for a friend of mine <laughs> and i like was pulling out of the parking lot like one of those two lanes on each on each side they have to cross and i had to cross the yeah yeah we know roads traffic. work Yes. Woo, Susie. <laughs> All right. <laughs> anyway, and I, there was one motorcycle and one car that were coming from the right, like going down the road. And I like pulled out relatively quickly. I did not cut him off. I did not. Sure. That's what they all say. Yeah. He had just come from a stoplight. So it's not like he was going 55 mm-hmm. and had to slam on his brakes. Like he literally, I could see the stoplight he came from. And he just like revved his engine as hard as he could to try to like get right on my ass. And like I saw him and I wouldn't have pulled out. I had kids in the car. Like I would not have pulled out if I had thought it was dangerous. Anyway, he got right on my tail and like was screaming. In a motorcycle? Yes. And he, so he comes up to the window to to, like right to my driver's side. Just a light tap on the old brakes, Al. Oh, done God, him right yeah. in. Susie, dangerous. This is what I'm saying. saying. I no. was like, I know I'm not in the. In I don't the wrong promote here, road like... rage. I just promote honking <laughs> your horn. I love a honked horn. I do. <laughs> Ask anyone who knows horn. me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Anyway, yeah. so I go and he comes right up, you know, to the side of me and he slows down and he's like, Watch where you're going, you stupid bee. And like <laughs> screaming this through the window. And I like my windows up, thank God. And I just find that the best way to deal with road rage is to laugh. Because they cannot handle it when they are furious and you act like it doesn't matter to Mm -hmm. you. So I just pretended like it was the funniest thing ever of him saying what he said to me. So then he like speeds up and he gets like really angry. And then we come to a stoplight, of course. Gosh. Right next to me, screaming at me. Oh my gosh, dude. Screaming. Susie, I was like, turn green, turn green, because there's only so many times I can fake laugh before like (laughs) I have to take a breath. And (laughs) so it was ridiculous. I was like, okay, dude, calm yourself. Calm down. And like he's giving flipping me off. Oh my word. We don't like that the most intense like middle finger you could possibly muster. Just like white knuckling. Yeah, exactly. Just kept saying that I was an effing stupid bee oh, mm-hmm. the whole time. I was like, wow, Whoa, what is going on in his life? <laughs> I know. So that was no. my yesterday and coming in today and I get clocked by my two-year-old with her giant hard round head. So mm-hmm. yeah, having a good day of it. So yeah. Well, in that case, maybe this, this episode will cheer you up a little bit because we have a great interview with Portland's own or Maine's own Lucas Roy. What a segue. What a segue. 
<laughs> Lucas plays with his wedding event band called The Middlemen and also does a lot of solo work around Portland. And we're super excited to interview him today, get his thoughts on voice and performing in the band and also his fun wedding stories. Come on, Lucas. I, I know you've got it in you. Cheer I know us you up. Cheer us up here. All right, everybody. Enjoy Lucas Roy. How's it going? We're here. We made it. We made it, you know? Awesome. Okay, let me just grab my sister here, see if she is here. Allie, are you there? Oh, Your good. sister's right here. <laughs> oh, my goodness. How am I going to know the difference between you two? I didn't even think about this. Every single person that said that that we've talked to. Didn't even think about it. Yep. We're just going to have to qualify who's talking to you. Honestly. This is Allie, by the way. <laughs> Lucas Roy. Nice to mm. virtually meet you, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Nice nice to um, nice to meet you guys. I, I followed Susie for a while, Allie. I'm going to have to go on and follow you here. Yeah, you do. Oh, that my sounds gosh. great. Yeah. I know. It's, it's so crazy because Portland is really not that big of a city. And I can't believe I've actually never really met you. Yeah. You've done so well. Yeah, you've done so well in Portland, and I can't believe I haven't really met you. So, are you from Portland? So, from I Maine? I am from Maine. So, but I grew up uh, thirty minutes south of here in a small town um, called Lyman. I moved. I went to uh, college at UMaine. It was great going up there. I loved. I actually loved staying in Maine. I did end up going out to uh, Des Moines for a little while, and I worked at Principal Financial Group, doing nothing exciting yep. at all. So I can I came back to Maine in 2017 um, to like just try to do like odd jobs and like play music and now we're here so that's amazing um, it's exciting yeah so has this been all on your own because I know that like getting started as somebody and not o- not only as tr- just getting started like period but getting started in a small state like Maine has to require some dedication because it's not. I mean, I guess every state has its setbacks. You know, New York has so much talent. It's kind of like, what can I do to make myself be unique? And then there's Maine, which is not a lot of people, but it's kind of not a great music scene, and le- or it's a small music scene. So how do you, you know, branch out as a new performer? Basically? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I actually found like the complete opposite in a way to. So be there, Ali, liar. <laughs> First of all, I gotta also like I gotta shout out like my the guys in the band. So like I've known I've known these guys for a long time. So like we kind of all just like worked with each other, just like doing stupid shows. You know, like we were just having a good time. Um, Actually, that's one of the things. Sorry, I keep interrupting you. That was one of the things I wanted to ask you about because a lot of your presence online is very is like your solo act. So do you are you with a band, or was that just like in the beginnings of things? Yeah, no, no. So I've I am in a band. Yeah, so the Middlemen is the name of the band. So we play nice. at we play at Thompson's Point, and um, yeah. we do you know I don't know probably sixteen to twenty five weddings a year. Um, mm-hmm. A bunch, obviously, a bunch oh, more wow. private events, and um, that's kind of what we do. But I've been with these guys for literally since two thousand and ten. Just like kind of that, because that sounds like exactly like my band. Yeah, that we've been together since since twenty ten too, and yeah. just kind of almost exactly the same people in in that decade long of playing together. As you know, then um, by being in a band for that long, it's like it's like the chemistry. Yeah, um, totally. that really gives gives you like this certain edge. I guess it makes sense. Like, um, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, well, it's so almost I'm, like you know what each other's going to do. 
which yeah, is really exactly. cool. The, yeah, the spontaneity and the um, improvisation that comes along with just knowing people's styles and what they're going to do. Oh, they're probably going to go. Like, I can just look at Kelly, our keyword player and musical director in the band, and just he knows exactly what I'm thinking with just looking at him, where I'm going to yep. go, what song we should do. So a lot of times we'll just look at each other and both say the same song, like, let's do this song next. And we're like, okay, we're the same person for this <laughs> for the next five months. So Yeah, yeah, yeah I love that. And it's like, it's interesting. It's like definitely a stage thing too. You know, I can't always read their minds, but on stage definitely can. But yeah, I mean, I just, this is, this is what we do. I, I think I strayed way far away from the question. <laughs> at hand. That's okay. So yeah, but that's what we do and it's fun. And I do my solo thing. It's more of like who I am. You know what I mean? It's not, mm-hmm. I don't really think of it as like a solo thing. It's just kind of me. Yeah, you don't have um, to apologize for your inner Beyonce coming out. Yeah, exactly. That's totally cool. <laughs> Destiny's oh Child will be just fine without you. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> or or with you. It. Yeah, here it comes. Right? Oh, jeez. Okay, wait. So I, I remember what it was. Thank you. I remember what we were talking about. So you were oh, saying, okay. did, I feel like, <laughs> did I feel like I did it alone? And I was saying, uh, I would say it was the opposite because, right, being in an area like Maine in New Hampshire, um, it's really all about just like who you know. Like I, I didn't do, I really didn't do anything except for just meet people like here and there, smaller shows and just like chat with people. Mm-hmm. Like that's how we got our first gigs. Like my first gig was at like this small restaurant, Old Orchard Beach, because my guitar player's mom knew the owner, you know, like yep. it's just random yep. things right. like that. Yep. Um, Gosh, we, how many people have said that to me? It's amazing. It's amazing the yeah. common thread of people who are successful in what they do. The common thread is I just happened to know this guy this that knew this person that showed me this. It's like yep. amazing. Well, how there's often a couple. There's a yeah. There's a couple. It's actually kind of nice to know that there is a common thread, so that somebody who's maybe thinking about doing this, who was listening to this, can just be like, okay, so I, I the common thread is that you love it. It's just like something you love to do and you enjoy naturally and also that who you know, you know, like who and just like being being willing and able to do small gigs and not just like thinking you're going to jump off the diving board and land in a big puddle of success. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. I couldn't have said it better. A big puddle of success. (laughs) I know. What what a catchphrase that is. What a nice thought. It's original. Great visual. How about a pool or an ocean? <laughs> yes. I could have done a little bit bigger oh body of water than a puddle. That sounds like that sounds like something I did when when I was Miss Maine, and they asked me like anything exciting about Maine. This is at, like, Miss America, and they were like, anything exciting you can tell us about Maine? Like, what's Maine's like? What's what's a great food in Maine? And I because I don't eat seafood, I was like, I don't know, hamburgers. And they oh, were like, no. oh, oh my gosh, okay. I, was like, I didn't remember <laughs> that story. <laughs> you idiot. Just like the lobster. I know, I know. Thinking back, I was like, no wonder I didn't win. Good Lord. They were like, That's what they idiot. wanted you to say. They wanted you to yeah, say truly. lobster. Oh, it was totally on purpose. It was on purpose. It was on that's purpose. See, that's some authentic stuff right there, though. That's some yeah. good, that's some good yeah. quality stuff. Did you want to know what I That's eat? crickets in the background. Oh, totally. I think they just slowly turned the light from me and like went on to someone else. I don't know. <laughs> ears, ears, Miss Idiot from me, oh who doesn't gosh. eat lobster. Oh my, yeah. Well, that's that's true for other people. That not, to get back to, to what we were talking about, that's true for other people who have asked me, like, how can I? I, I really want to do gigs. How can I start doing gigs? I'm like, the the worst thing that can happen is somebody tells you no. Like, you just ask. Right. Just ask, just go to some restaurant or if you know, if you need players, like go to find someone who's playing and be like, hey, if you need a singer, I'm here. Here's my info. Like, it's just those those simple beginnings. And obviously you have to be able to do it. But that's. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think just like once you learn how to do it, like having the confidence to just 
go in and be like, hey, you know, like, I'll play, I'll come in and play and play a show. I, I also would say, because I know we kind of briefly touched on this earlier, but like one of the things that I super think that people like really undersell value wise, especially in the music and in arts industry specifically, is the power of a good online presence in the form of video, in the form of high quality content, uh, photography, and in my opinion, a website. Mm, mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Multiple ways to see. You. Yeah, yep. exactly. And I think a website establishes legitimacy too. So you are exactly right. That is the one, the one complaint that we've had for mixology. This is Susie I'm talking that we, that we had back. It's pretty much always Susie. If you oh! have to guess, just default that. It's <laughs> oh my gosh. She loves to hear the sound of her own voice. Oh, well. Wow. Okay. Boom. Huh. Boom. That, I know. Right. Yeah. Good Lord. I can say it. I'm her twin. <laughs> oh my gosh. So we, we had it like, oh my god, they're so yeah. mean to each other. Roasted, holy. <laughs> roasted, right? We had a we had a, a couple come and meet us, a bride and a groom, and their and the, I think the bride's parents. And this was like four or five years ago at this point. And I remember the father of the bride said, "You guys really need a better website. Your website's really crap." And it was just like very, very forward. And I remember Kelly and I being like, "Oh, sweet, um, yeah, uh, yeah, you're right, sure." And then when we got home, we were like, "You know, what? we really do." He's right. Yeah. We really do. This this website mm-hmm. is really crap. Mm-hmm. We need to we need to get on it. Except it was Kelly running the website, so <laughs> it was kind of landed on his shoulders. Kelly. I was like, get on oh, that, yeah. Kel. Oh my gosh. All right. You said weddings are unique, and since we are a wedding podcast, we wanted to kind of hear if you had any unique, funny wedding sure. stories. So the first one that really comes to my mind is it's something that's more or less it was scary in the moment. It's funny to look back on specific moments. Um, oh yeah, those are the best. But yeah, so we. We played Did you a say wedding. scary? Yeah, scary it was scary. in the moment? Wow. Yeah, it was scary. Ooh, okay. So um, we played a wedding up at French's Point in 2019. Oh, gosh. We've been there a few times. Yeah, yeah it's, it's beautiful. A beautiful, beautiful venue. Mm-hmm. Basically make a long story a little less long. We showed, we showed back up and a microburst was ripping. Oh, my through, gosh. I mean, literally ripping through the tent. Ooh. And all of the sides were up on oh, the tent. No. And it was just like... You could hear all the all the glasses behind the bar, like, like clinking up against each other, like, because it was. I mean, it was a microburst, like it was about to rip through the tent, and so we You're were like, just like, "Save the speakers!" <laughs> exactly, exactly. So we started like ripping down the sides, and like, yeah, it it did work for the wind, but the water just was like, it was literally pouring in. There was um a caterer's tent right next to the main tent, and like the channel where the water was supposed to run in broke so it was just dumping water into the catering tent we had like big 55 gallon trash cans and we were just filling it up i was literally like this is this is what i was saying about it's funny looking back on this specific moment because i'm literally at a high-end wedding i i had to take off like my my jacket and my shirt right because like (laughs) i wasn't expecting that so and it is like i mean i'm talking it is torrential like it's like a horror movie and so i'm like i'm like in a tank top just like throwing over these 55 gallon drums of water just trying to make it so things literally don't float away meanwhile yeah oh yeah it was insane meanwhile the ceremony completely lost power those guys that weren't in my band were getting rained on there was no like all of the um, venue on the inside all the lights were off they had <laughs> lit it by candle which was actually it's beautiful really, that's kind of awesome yeah. it was actually really cool like it's like a scene i'll never forget like, walking that's into. like phantom mm. of the opera um, see th- 
that's what I that's what I mean when these these poor brides when they get it's beautiful 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 and then on their wedding day it downpours I'm like listen yeah. some of the best weddings that I've had have been like that like the crazy yeah. weather the horrible weather that makes people be like okay we are now determined to have a good time because the weather is so crap exactly that, like we just need to have a good time oh my god was and this like, was this before everyone got there um no so they were in the middle of the ceremony and, oh no this, oh yeah it ripped right through ripped right through. <gasps> oh. Um, that band that band was really sad that was out there obviously like i'm sure some of their equipment got ruined now there's no power so now i'm also thinking to myself man how are we gonna do this like i don't have a I don't have a generator you know what i mean which i've been like let's do that but uh i had i ended up having um a bose s1 pro that had you know six hours or so of battery power on it so i end up having to play their first dance through that and then luckily we could do basically everything that we needed through that until the band time but the power ended up coming back on when it was time for the band to wow. go. Wow. Oh, that worked so, out nicely. But it was insane. Oh. I'll never forget that I mean, way. you think about oh, like when gosh, the, the power ride. goes out, like not only do you not have lights, but you don't, like the caterer doesn't have power to cook your food. Exactly. The band doesn't have power to play your music. Like everything hinges on power, which is so, like it's such a simple thing you take for granted until it everything hinges on it. And like... Mm-hmm. <laughs> We had one wedding where, I don't know what happened. It was a relatively new venue, and so they hadn't worked out the electrical something. I don't know, because every time we tried to plug in, we'd play for like five minutes, and then the, uh, some something would get tripped, and all of the power would go off. And we were uh. like, mother of pearl. So we finally kind of figured out that it was the coffee pots. Again, those damn coffee pots. Oh, man. <laughs> That's right. You talked about but they. Before. But we tried, to play their fir- we tried to play through their first dance three times. Oh, and the power yes. went out each oh time. God. It was That's so a nightmare. sad. Oh my god! Yeah. Wow. It was so sad. These poor people. And it was. And of course, it it really wasn't our fault. Right. Like it was the venue's power source that was the, that was the fault. But you know, it obviously looks like right. it's our fault yeah. because and, we're the ones playing. And it's, and it's like, like oh, the- and it's like not even about fault at that point. It's just like right. damn, like this sucks. We had like a couple years ago. We had um, a singing a ceremony outside at somebody's house, and we were like, okay, we just need make power is the only thing. And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We have, I mean, power from the house. But they failed to mention that the ceremony was going to be taking place like 200 yards in front of their house. So they were like, well, you don't have an extension cord? I was like, no, I don't have a 200 Do yard extension cord. Do you have a 400? Cord? Are you shitting me right now? <laughs> no. Right, when you say yeah. like you have power, like the hookup to power, I assume that that means that our normal cord can fit. Like, yes, we have extension cords, but not that much. Are you kidding? Like, so then, then yeah, we had to right. actually use a battery powered thing as well because we were just like yeah. totally like not sir, prepared. no we don't have the we yeah. don't have the ability to run <laughs> a mile long extension cord for you i know yeah it's dangerous too uh, at that too you know So I know that you obviously have this band. You have your solo stuff that you're working on and doing, which is great. And then we found out, (laughs) which is so awesome, that you have this whole other side of you that is motivational speaking and that type of thing. So tell us all about that. It's just basically amplified storytelling that is brought to you in lessons, I guess you could say. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's basically motivational speaking just done through the power of song, right? Like, okay, I wrote this song because of um, these things that happened to me, and this is the song. Obviously, that was a (laughs) 
10 second overview, but it's very unique. <laughs> yeah, well, you're, you're basically putting into practice everything that you've been doing for the last 10 years, because every time I know you know this already, but every time for our three listeners. Oh, it's definitely four at this point, Susanna. I don't know why you're low balling. Oh, well, us. we can only hope. <laughs> but like every time you go on stage at a concert, at a show, at a wedding, like you are obviously telling stories. You're trying to yeah. connect with the audience in a way, let them understand what you're saying, which is why I hate so much when you can't hear. Yeah, really yeah it's definitely interesting. I was thinking I was thinking a lot about actually uh, like the power of song the other day and like what makes songwriting so unique. And it's the fact that you have to tell a story with no visuals. So you have mm-hmm. to rely 100 percent on the listener's perspective on the matter and i just think it's a really interesting thing that's all so it's like all as you guys know if you write songs like all your songs are inspired by something whether it's real or not in your life Uh and like if you're able to communicate that through song and change the way somebody thinks about something it's just it's so powerful it really is i mean that they have degrees with that like um, musical performance in the medical field of music, music therapy. And it's, it seems it's kind of hearkening back to that for me, that it's almost like a therapy for these people that you this like talk therapy. Type no, but of I thing. see what you're saying. It's, it's a way to provide inspiration in a way that is derived from the actual person listening versus you delivering to them something point in blank. Right. Mm-hmm. It's very interesting. Well, how many times do when you're in whatever mood that you're in and then you put on a song to match that mood and you can either make yourself feel better or worse or keep yeah. yourself, wherever it is. And that's very similar to what you're doing. Yeah, exactly. Except more of on the positive note of that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> come to my, like, come to hey. my seminar and be more depressed. Yeah, here was <laughs> the downfall. Really here was the downfall. Yeah. Here's what I wrote about, and uh, now we're here, and this is why it inspired me. But I'm trying to change it to be like, you know, here's a good, here's a positive song. Yeah, <laughs> I'm very thankful for the clients that we get, and you know, a lot of them are very thankful, and usually they like to party, but they are responsible about it. So I'm thankful. Totally, for that. it's so fun to have a live to have live music. Like if we've we've been talking about two people who perform at weddings and if you're on the cusp of deciding whether you want a dj or a live band i feel like splurge for the live music if you can't get a live band because they can get a little pricey if the numbers go up even like just having you for instance doing ceremony or cocktail hour music having live music is something really special and especially since we've had to go without i would agree uh it's like obviously as long as they know what you sound like and they know what you're getting then like i think i definitely think it's worthwhile and and especially like the acoustic ceremonies and cocktail hours they're a nice touch (laughs) you you just said as long as they know what they're getting yeah make sure they know (laughs) what you (laughs) offer because that's been like the only times where things have gotten a little like dicey is if they're expecting something that you're like i i never said i could bring you that oh my gosh you know speaking of that that happened to uh, that happened to me one time so this was like this was legitimately nine years ago or something like that. And I was working with a, to- a totally different band. It was when I was very much starting out in the wedding business. And I this I don't even know if I was in a band yet. I just was asked to sing this little um, five piece and I was the singer in it. So it was an older group of gentlemen. And we were playing at this nice country club. The guy that was running it was very was very honest about you don't want dance music, right? And she's no, I don't want dance music. I just want cocktail hour. I want like nice smooth jazz throughout the whole reception. There's not going to really be music. dancing yeah. dinner music. Yeah, I basically just want dinner music. And he was like, you sure? 
Are you sure? Because <laughs> I'm going to bring the specific um, the specific equipment, probably. equipment and like different instrumentation if you just want like I might not bring drums. If right. you don't want right, this, I might true. I might just leave the or drums a full home. drum kit. Right. right. Or I might like just bring a bring like this. Yeah, I might bring like an upright bass and leave the electric bass at home or I might true. you know just right, the right, different right. instrumentation. So are you sure? Yeah, 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 yeah. I definitely don't want any don't no no dance music. Like we might do a little nice first dance, but that's it. So of course, we get there. They do their first dance. It's very nice. We're doing cocktail jazz and like light pop or whatever. And of course, you get like the 50-something women coming over that are a little tipsy at this point. And they're like, "Play, play dance music. Why aren't you guys?" Like and they're kind of whispering play to wagon wheel. Yeah. <laughs> Can you can you play the electric slide? Just yeah. like all these oh different things. God. Like, can oh you please? My. Yeah. I put please, that in please. my contract. You're not allowed to record <laughs> songs like that. <laughs> yeah. So she keeps you coming mean, up. I will play it on an iPad. Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah. Or an iPod. I will, but I'll, I'll fight the whole. Way I will fight. Yeah. I will not <laughs> smile. This whole song, I will be frowning. <laughs> yes. I will just frown. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so they, we keep getting pe- and and I'm just a punk kid at that point. I don't know what to do. I just refer everything to the leader of the band, and I was just like, well, you know, I was going to say, and you're not in charge. I'm not in charge. Can't make decisions totally. anyway. I'm just here to sing. I don't. They, I just sing what they tell me to. So they. So the the leader of the band keeps saying like no, no, and he was getting frustrated at this point with with how many people were coming up asking for dance music, and he was like, you go tell the bride. You go tell the bride because you go clear with the bride because I'm not playing dance music. She specifically right, said I'm not getting in trouble. Yeah, she was like she specifically <laughs> yeah. said she did not want dance music. So then of course the bride comes over at some point and she's like, <sighs> do you do you mind do you mind playing some. And I'm sure, Lucas, I'm sure you would probably say, you know, we'll do our best with what we have. Like, we weren't really prepared, but yeah, we'll do our best. Yeah. He was like, nope. Oh, my God. He goes, <laughs> absolutely not. I mean, he probably had he probably had 40 years on her anyway. And he was very, yeah. very much a well-respected musician in the area. And he was like, I told you that uh-huh. I was not going to play dance music and I am not playing dance music. If you wanted a DJ, Dude. you should have gotten a DJ. He was yeah. so <laughs> he was so forward, and I just remember standing back, being like, "Oh my gosh, I can't believe this is, is this how I do this? Is this is is this what you do? I was always oh told, yeah, I know, bride oh, it rules. Like, nope, nope. He was yeah. not giving in. He was like, "I'm going to send my guys home if you want that. I'm not doing that. If you oh, want dance dude, music, I'm going to send on. my guys home." And he did. So he turns <gasps> to, he turns to all of us and he goes, "You guys can go. Like that, I'm just going to stay here and put my iPod on." And that's what he did. So we, oh. I, I sang for like maybe forty minutes. What? Yeah. And then he just goes, "Bye. Here's your checks. Bye." Wow. We were like, "Okay." Bye. I wonder how that went. Oh, after. I was uh, just gonna the say, fact. the bride is. Was she all right? No, with she, that? she was okay right with it. So she was also. Uh. It was. It was one of the weirdest weddings that I've been to because it was more like the wedding. The wedding needed to be done like in a specific way more than anything else. Like she was. She had boxes of the favors. Allie, you'll love this. Of the favors that she made. <laughs> she made like blueberry jam or something like that. And she mm-hmm. was hand. Don't forget your favor. Don't forget your favor. And just like walking around oh with the gosh. box, handing out favors. Oh. And then it was brides don't do favors. <laughs> Don't do favors then, unless yeah. they're cheese imported from Italy. Yeah. Don't do favors. Here, I'm listening. I'm listening. <laughs> yeah, she Gosh, also save money. Don't do favors. Yeah, I felt really bad for her because it seemed it seemed like it, it was one of those weddings where just like everything needed to be checked off the list, and there wasn't uh, much enjoyment. Yeah. There wasn't much enjoyment that. with the wedding. Yeah, so that that has honestly the one wedding we've done in 12 years that I've been like, wow, that was really that bride struggled. <laughs> She yeah. struggled to enjoy her it's day. It's another good lesson. It's a good lesson, though. Like, number one, trust your musicians. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're going to hire somebody, whether it's a DJ or live music, whichever, trust them. Yeah, do your research. Know who you're hiring. Know what you're getting. 
and be transparent. Exactly. And just go with the flow. Like brides listening, just don't worry about it going perfectly. Just don't. Because it probably won't. <laughs> Honestly, it's it more memorable. Won't. It's more memorable if exactly. it doesn't. It's more fun. Good Lord. Allie, Allie is getting worked up over there. <laughs> I love it. I'm loving You mentioned it. the I word favor. The <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I know. You, you don't know this, Lucas, but I'm not a favor fan. I'm just not. I just see, I've seen so much wasted. They just are, it's always wasted. I agree. Yeah. You're wasted. Yeah. You're, exactly. you're not, it's not even... that you're not a fan of favors. You are not a fan of waste. I think right. that is more and of what. True. Exactly. <laughs> I'm, I mean, let me tell you, out of all the favors that I have collected because people haven't taken, I'm a fan of that. But I just, I just like, if you're looking to cut corners and cut costs, the favors is the way to go. Oh. Very passionate you are, about favors. Yes, you are. You're you're right, Lucas, though. I, I have 99.9% of the people we've worked with have been wonderful. Yeah, exactly. So. And I'm I'm very thankful for it. I always make sure before I take any wedding in is that I, I get a genuine phone call with them. Well, and as many times as we do these weddings, I'm sure you're the same, Lucas, with all the years you've been doing this. It's it it really doesn't get old for me. I because every every wedding is is somebody's best day ever. Hopefully, yeah. Because this it might be our hundred millionth time, but it's their first time. Maybe sometimes, yeah. most of the time, it's their first time. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I've had one and or it's, two. It wasn't. But. Yeah, yeah. But it's <laughs> yeah. It, you know it, that's so much fun, and people yeah. are begging to have a good time. It's so you have to always keep in mind like this is usually their first time doing this, and this is the biggest party they'll probably ever plan, and to just be patient and and understanding in that way and it really does pay off yeah. has there has there been a moment like that where you kind of had to override somebody at um, a wedding or or an event or you know a concert where you're like you know I'm, I'm gonna be nice about this but it needs to be my way <laughs> this um, one, it, I know better I, I'm I don't know if I've ever necessarily said it like that per se <laughs> um, I usually if there's ever anything that somebody's like very adamantly for that like can can be done and it's like totally up to them then it's fine but like a lot of yeah. times people will say like oh well yeah oh, that makes sense or like yeah that's reasonable right right it's like easier almost to convince somebody that something's reasonable when you say you know does that sound reasonable and people are right. generally more on the side of like yeah because it's really hard to be unreasonable Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, because it usually is reasonable. Exactly. <laughs> it's just you want me to do well, what you want to do, you better be re- meet me halfway here. Yeah. So what happens when you don't feel? I know on your um, some of your information, you said like the five things to keep your voice your voice healthy, and of course, like being the only singers in our bands as well, or being the lead singers in our. That is number one, number yeah. one for us, so we don't get to a wedding and can't sing, can't do our job. Yeah. I would say, I would say, you know, at this point in in my life, I've realized that the most important thing about any event is that you show up as a musician or as a singer. That's first and foremost. I think the king of all vocal warm-ups is doing um, lip trills. I think lip mm-hmm. rolls and hydrating. I think I drink more wa- like enough water that I could probably fuel an entire elephant um but <laughs> just constantly drinking water no um, you're you're exactly good. right i say this to kelly after every mm-hmm. wedding that that i do especially when there's like a long dance set where it's like three hours of belting and that every single time I'm like where's my magic juice which is yeah. water it's yep, amazing man. it's amazing it is it is in like what i find is like you want to hydrate like you know 24 to 48 hours before the event in the, mm-hmm. the morning of and you'll be fine if you're thirsty it is too late your voice is totally ruined i can't whenever do. yes oh my gosh i couldn't agree with you more you know what's insane there are days when i will not drink any water well you're all. an idiot that's crazy i know <laughs> like i'll have coffee in the morning 
It is. I'll have coffee oh in the morning and then another cup of coffee. And then maybe mid midday, I'll have an iced coffee. And then oh my God, you're I just go like through a, the rest of the night. It's awful. And then it's really, really bad. I know. Just and I'll be like, actively trying to take headache? water out of your body. And that's what Seriously, you're Seriously, I'll be like, gosh, I have a headache. I need to drink more coffee to get rid of my headache. And it's like, oh my God. Oh my gosh, yeah. Yeah, that's, it's bad. That's funny. See, drink my husband, more. It's he'll Allie, make, right? He'll drink make, more. Uh, yes, drink it is Allie. He'll make fun of me because he'll, I have, there's been like moments where I'll miss set alarms every hour on my phone to drink water, to remind myself to drink water because I don't. <laughs> drink water and i like water i'm not one of those that like needs it to be juice or something i i enjoy it i just really you're just it. lazy <sighs> i'm busy is more lazy. what it is the opposite I, of keep lazy. lazy i just keep a <laughs> i keep a uh i think it's a 40 ounce nalgene strap to me like it is yeah the last thing that i could lose always it yeah. is i yeah i should well, I especially I for a, especially for a singer that's your num. that's i know it's, i know yep. it's Idiot. like resin for your bow it's just so it's so important yeah, yeah. Exactly. it's 100 percent. so can i ask you a question i'm i was looking at your um it's an interview good lord yes you can ask a question <laughs> <laughs> that's the whole point of this I was looking at your um your the middleman website under your merchandise can you tell me about your shirts that say love to hate is that a name sure. of a song? Yeah. I don't under- understand. I love it. I love that you're asking this question right now. Yes, it, <laughs> it is. So it's a, it's a single that we released um, last year. Uh, it's just called okay. Love to Hate, but we wanted to make some shirts for the release. We're like, man, are these too girly? And then we're like, let's just do it. Who cares? Um, <laughs> are these too girly? <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, yeah. there's a big lip kiss, like a big set of lips on that's there. That's fun. So yeah, that's just from a song. I know. I'm always like, is this confusing for somebody who doesn't know? And I'm like, yes, but for somebody who <laughs> does know, they will appreciate it. So Well, guess what? If someone doesn't know, maybe they'll ask and then they'll understand. That's exactly. A, that's a way to do it too. Do you have a favorite <laughs> song out of, I know you're the one writing your song. So do, you've got, do you have a favorite one that you're always like damn good like that was written really well um, or i just really love what this represents yeah the, the next one the next one <laughs> the next the one ne- what what the next song is, oh is that the, the name of the song, song? <laughs> <laughs> i always write the songs and then i hate them i was like i was like <laughs> what what am i supposed to know what the next <laughs> oh exactly. God, that's that's the so point. Funny. Yeah. but hey that's, that's what it's all about it's what it's all about Absolutely. I mean, that oh, it's all yeah. it's all experience, all yeah. of it from every single wedding to every stupid um, show that you do or play that you do or, or church, church <laughs> event that you play. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, totally. It's all it's all such experience. I remember getting absolutely filled with like blotchy red marks all over my neck and chest whenever I would go out and perform and I'd be like I have oh to oh my gosh that's I right. have to get this under control wow. <laughs> so what did you have do to. I don't I think it was just experience it was just time it's just age mm-hmm. you're immature yeah, you, don't, you don't have as confidence in yourself until think, you've done it a few times yeah. and yeah. you're like oh my god I got I got this yeah I once still find I realized myself yeah getting a little jittery uh, sometimes before mm-hmm. a wedding totally I just yeah, know sure. I would get I think I got so mad at myself because when that happens your your heart obviously goes crazy and you can't breathe which is also number two water and breathing those are yeah, both two things that singers really yep. need yep, that so that that would go out the window and then i'd be like i know i know that i can sing this perfectly right and mm-hmm. and right. better mm-hmm. than anyone else in this room and like yep. but i'm but i didn't because i just these stupid red blotches are just like trying to get yeah, out of my shoulders. skin and it's just oh your shoulders that's mm-hmm. one thing that i would put in that article if I could go back, is to make sure when you're standing there, you know, you're about to hit a high note, like relax your shoulders. 
literally yep. it's that simple yeah you can you can sing any note it's just relax your shoulders yep. you totally. know what like i'm sitting here right now like fixing my posture yep. and like taking deep <laughs> I just breaths did the even same just thing. listening to this <laughs> it totally works. i'm learning so many things even from like these episodes we've been doing i'm like learning so many yeah. new techniques about how to how to keep my voice healthy because well, it is an instrument just like another yeah. any other thing an you know I, there's one. so many times yeah like people will be like oh do you play something I'm like no i don't play an instrument no 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 you know like <laughs> stupid me i'm an idiot i can't play I'm like no I've got this like my voice is something that's very special to me yep and, and it's the only um, thing everybody else in the room can do yes yes and, mm-hmm. and people you know to also don't think much beyond just like it as a technicality but like the emotional mm-hmm. well-being of the person behind the voice also makes a difference mm-hmm. you know that was another thing yeah. I used to say to my students was like if you don't sound like whoever your favorite musician is or whoever your favorite band singer is that's okay. Like Louis Armstrong yeah. doesn't sound like Beyonce doesn't sound like Stevie Wonder doesn't sound like Queen. It's all they're all unique in their own way. And it's really cool. Like don't yeah. try and sound like other people. Just try and sound like yourself. You know, there yeah. was like a I had a student who wanted to love Taylor Swift and all she wanted to do was sing like Taylor Swift. And I was like, listen, Taylor Swift has there's even some Taylor Swift songs that I'm like, that doesn't sound comfortable for Taylor Swift, let mm-hmm. alone for like a young girl who's trying to like reach these notes that, you know, she's yeah. not terribly prepared to hit so it's like just chill like work on it see what sounds good and trust the people around you that it's going to help you mold your voice so lucas did you exactly did you have people teaching you how to sing or did you kind of just do it on your own yeah the uh you know i had the i had the dixie chicks teach me yes that's all right i had faith i used to just belt yes. I used to just belt those songs in the car like legit I'm dead serious no I, I am 100% <laughs> serious yes us too Cow you know what <laughs> yes yes yeah, yeah. you know what we oh, used to yeah. sing into pillows in our room mm-hmm. like our room is oh, at the wow. top of the stairs and we would blast our giant boombox stereos it. right oh, yeah. and turn it up as loud as we could I don't know why or how my mom didn't like scream at us to turn it down I think she just knew she was like let them go well let let, them let me just tell you I, I overheard yeah. my son my nine-year-old son singing to One Republic the other day and it was loud in his room and it was late it was like 10 30 or 11 and like obviously the other kids were sleeping what yeah and he was just <laughs> blasting one republic and singing to it oh my i think gosh, it was like Susanna. this is gonna be a good life you know whatever he was trying to sing and he like <laughs> and i didn't mind because i was like that is the cutest thing i've ever i've ever heard like you yeah. want him so i'm sure mom was downstairs like keep going girls go ahead i i do I remember yeah, exactly. blasting that and <laughs> at the end of the song hearing dad at the bottom of the stairs being like yeah. Santa! Like, like, clearly has oh been trying gosh. to yell my name for the entirety of like three and a half minutes of that song, and I could not. Hear it. Oh my god, that is so funny! You just stick your head out, and you're like, mm-hmm, yes, or just the, that? the pounding on the do- on our bedroom door, just like yeah. turn it down. Oh, it's not even that loud. Oh. Yeah, I used to take my I used to take my head out of the pillow in just like full sweat because my face was buried so much in the pillow. You're lightheaded because oh you yeah. haven't like, been able to get air. <laughs> yeah. It was a drive. I love it. A precursor to COVID and singing through a mask and just like, yeah, my head oh just my buried God. in this pillow that I come up like hair frizzy and yeah. like sticking up face beat red it's being so like, funny. and then being like, nobody heard that, right? Be like, yeah, Allie, nobody yeah. heard. I think everybody heard it in the neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs> Every professional, um, professional singer that like teaches voice is like dying right now listening to you being like beat faced and red when you come up I from know. singing in your I pillow. Know. <laughs> oh I God. know. 
Well, Lucas, thank you so much for talking to us. We do this one little thing where it's a quick one sentence do's and don'ts. Do this, don't do this, and whatever way that you want to interpret that. I would say performers do care more about your performance than you do about the technical aspects of what's going on um, including any potential gear malfunctions unless you know obviously it stops the whole show a huge a huge don't please don't ever as a performer stand on stage or say anything to anybody in the audience when you make a mistake this drives me yes oh my god that's a great one people will be like oh i messed that up but you guys didn't notice huh and it's like no they didn't notice why are you saying why did you (laughs) tell them notice if they did notice now it's really weird because of the way you presented that so just don't if you make a mistake you made a mistake you're a human let it go that would oh my be gosh, my advice to great. entertainers, at least. That's a great one. As for audience, don't yell Freebird, please. That is the <laughs> fastest way to kill a concert. How is this? Lucas? This literally comes up every single time. Every single person we've talked to has said that. That is that's amazing. Really, that's that's, yes. That is that's so how big great. of a problem it is. That's how big <laughs> of a problem it is. It's like, so true. It's not funny. We've all heard it. <laughs> Also, also don'ts for audience when they come up and they just start talking to you and don'ts for musicians. Learn how to politely say no. Yeah. And say, yeah, but say one. it politely. It's for sure. Cool. Perfect. Well, great, ladies. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Our pleasure. Our pleasure. Good yeah, luck. Keep healthy. Sure. And we'll talk to you soon. Hopefully see you perform right. soon. Same to both of you ladies. Thank you so much. It was great chatting. Thank you. All right. Peace out, Lucas. Thanks. Okay, we'll bye. see you. Bye. Bye. Lucas, what a what a gem. <laughs> He's such a sweet guy. Loved having him on to hear about him. I really hope you actually can, like, either or both of us I know. can see him live. And hopefully with COVID kind of restrictions lessening in Maine, especially, he can open up to more venues and more venues will be willing to have shows. So there's a couple different ways you can follow Lucas. You can go on his official website at lucasroyofficial.com. You can also find his band, his wedding band website. Uh, you can check them out, themiddlemen.com. And follow him on Instagram. I believe it's his handle is Lucas Roy, and that's L-U-C-A-S-R-O-Y. So look him up, follow him, and probably be up to date much more on top of his schedule than we would be. So uh, follow him. <laughs> don't forget to follow us. I know we're throwing a lot of websites at you right now, but don't forget <laughs> to follow Diaries of a Wedding Singer on Instagram. You can also send us an email at diariesofawedingsinger at gmail.com. We want to hear more stories. We want to hear them. Come on. We got it. We got the space. Let us know. And until then, we'll see you next week. Next week.